0: big level. Holy Nativity, by your baptism, fasting, and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, by your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, Help us, Lord. in all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death and in the day of judgment, Help us, Lord. we poor sinners implore you. To hear us, O Lord. Prosper the preaching of your word, prayer and meditation, to strengthen and preserve us in the true faith, and to give heart to our sorrow and strength to our repentance. to hear us, o Lord. To draw all to yourself, to bless those who are instructed in the faith, to watch over and console the poor, the sick, the distressed, the lonely, shaken, the abandoned, and all who stand in our prayers. Give abundant blessing to all works of mercy, and to have mercy on us all. We implore you to hear us, Lord. To turn our hearts to you, to turn the hearts of our enemies, and persecutors, and slanderers, and graciously to hear our prayers. We you to hear us, Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. We implore you to hear us. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Have mercy. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, O Lord, have mercy. O Christ, have mercy. O Lord, have mercy. O God, you desire not the death of sinners, but rather that they turn from their wickedness and live. We implore you to have compassion on the frailty of our mortal nature, for we acknowledge that we are dust dust we shall return first we pardon our sins that we may obtain the promises you have laid up to those who are repentant for Jesus Christ Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit one God, now and forever amen those who wish to receive you our dust shall be Opening him, TLH 140.
1: God shall send forth his glory be to the Father and to
0: Relax these qualities, so near sighted that he our brothers. Be all the more diligent to make your calling and election sure.
1: We are not dealt with us after, after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our men.
0: Therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart, and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. These are your words, Holy Father. Sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. It does no good to turn to God with half your heart or a part of your heart. If God is a part of your life, He is not your life. Either God is your entire life, or your life does not have God. No man can serve two masters. You cannot serve God and sin. You cannot serve God in pride. You cannot serve God in earthly glory. You cannot serve, give part of your heart to God and part of your heart to your success or pleasure. You cannot give part of your heart to God and part of your heart to anyone on earth, your husband or wife, your son or daughter, your father or mother, your friend, anyone. The only way to love your neighbor is to love God above all things. The only way for anyone on earth to have a part of your heart is if heaven has your whole heart. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Do not turn to God with a half-hearted decision to stop doing what you know is sin. What does the prophet say? Turn to me with your whole heart. And it is impossible for us sinners to turn to God with our whole heart without fasting, weeping, and mourning. Why? Because turning to God with our whole heart means rending our hearts, tearing them open in repentance for God to see. Turning to God with our whole heart means fasting, that is, depriving ourselves of what our hearts desire that is not God. Turning to God means weeping and mourning, that is, recognizing the sorry and sad state of our hearts in the light of God's purity and love and goodness. And so we turn to God with our whole hearts for God to see every part of our heart. He knows every part of our heart. He already sees. He already knows our hearts. What we need to do is admit it, We need to look at our own hearts as God sees them. We need to examine our lives and our thoughts and desires in the light of God's holy law. And For this, we need to fast. This means that we set aside our most basic desires for the purpose of hearing the Word of God. Jesus doesn't say, if you fast, he says, when you fast. I don't care how you fast, whether it's not eating food during the day or skipping a meal or whether you fast by not going on social media or not drinking alcohol or not worrying so much about your work. The main point is that you deprive yourselves of the things that have been preventing you from paying attention to God. The things that have made you think that you could give God only a part of your heart. The things that you treasure more than God is your treasure in food and drink and getting affirmation for your posts or wit or work and being entertained so that you don't have to think about any problems. It's your treasure in pleasure that fades away. What is holding your heart away from listening to God? Turn to Him with all your heart, with your whole mind. Pay attention to what He says. And with those sharp words, tear your heart open and listen and look inside, and you will weep. You will mourn at how empty every part of your heart is that doesn't have God. God does not have our whole heart, and our heart is divided into countless different shrines for all the idols that are taking the true God's place, taking our reverence, our love, our trust, our fear away from the God who made us. And so it is a time of repentance, every day is, but the Church has appointed this time ancient times for our special benefit, that we who are so sluggish, thoughtless, and cold might wake up and examine our lives before it is too late, examine our actions before the night comes when no man can work, examine our hearts before the secrets of all hearts are revealed, examine our souls before they are torn from our mortal bodies in death. No one has ever comfortably become a Christian. It is not a pleasant thing to repent. You cannot winsomely convince someone to forsake his sin and trust in the true and living God. Repentance means literally a change of mind in Greek, but that's not entirely what it is. We change our minds about lots of things for no good reason. Repentance is viewing our sin with disgust because it offends God. And the law teaches us that repentance is lamenting our sins as worthy of death and eternal hell repentance is acknowledging our wretchedness it is seeing and acknowledging that however we appear to the world or make ourselves appear to the world we are wretched it is admitting and acknowledging that we have treasured what moth and rust destroy and what thieves break in and steal, that we have, like the heathen, exchanged the glory of God that does not perish for the glories of this earth that all pass away. We have loved pleasure more than God, and we have not feared God but have walked in carnal security as if sin does not kill us, and as if faith is something we can just summon out of our hearts when we think we need it. That we have avoided prayer and talking to God when he commands us to. We have valued the things of this earth over heaven. To repent is to hate what we have been and have become. It is not pleasant. It is not desirable to our flesh. Our flesh kicks and screams against it. The world mocks it. The devil tries to convince us otherwise. It hurts to turn to God with all your heart. It means God tearing your heart away from the thorns that are choking it. Ripping your desires and affections away from what destroys you. Turning your thoughts away from the dust that you return to. To look to God alone. Because you can't do it. You can't save yourself. Only God can. And he does. He draws near to the brokenhearted. He despises nothing that He has made. He saves those who are crushed in spirit comes with all that he has and all that he is to those who realize that they are not enough. He is as he was with Hannah who sang of him, the Lord kills and makes alive, the Lord brings down to the grave and brings up, the Lord makes poor and makes rich, he brings low and lifts up, he raises the poor from the dust, he lifts the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. Jeremiah sings in Lamentations, For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he cause grief, yet he will show compassion, according to the multitude of his mercies. For he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. And Ezekiel says what every poor sinner who cannot look at his heart without shame needs to hear. As I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. And so He turns you from your sinful way. He rebukes you to comfort you. He wounds you to heal you. He kills you to make you alive to Himself. And He makes you dead to sin. And He makes you alive by turning your heart away from the deadly sins that bound you to the one who is bound by your sins on the cross. He heals you by pouring into the wounds of your heart that is torn with regret and remorse the blood that flowed from the heart of His only Son's flesh. He lifts you up by showing you Christ Jesus lifted up on the cross, humbled to the point of death and obedient in your place, fulfilling what you failed to do, covering what you are ashamed of, bearing your shame, naked on the cross cross to clothe you with His righteousness, to beckon to your poor heart with all that He is and all that He has, with love and mercy and pity for poor sinners turning his whole heart to each one of you poor sinners, fasting for you, giving up everything for you to show you that he desires you, weeping for you because he truly has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, mourning for you because he suffered the loss of all things that he might only gain you. He shows you what your heart couldn't give yourself when it was divided by your deceiving yourself with sin. Now you have what God's heart gives you. You uncover your sin, and God uncovers a treasure that is greater than anything you could imagine. You have a treasure that moth and rust cannot destroy, which thieves can't break in and steal. You have faith in the Son of God, who loved you and gave himself for you. You have life that sorrow and sighing can't take away, but a life that will soon rise to have God wipe away every tear from your eye. You have life that may endure weeping for a night, but joy comes with mercies new every morning, with forgiveness every time you return to Christ's death and resurrection in your baptism. Peace every time you receive the body that fasted for you in pain and tears, to slake your sorrow with the wine that gladdens the heart of a sinner, with the blood that cleanses us from all sin. This is the God who relents from doing harm. Who is slow to anger and abounding in mercy and steadfast love. This is the God who, gave all earth, who gives all earthly treasures that people aspire to, and if he takes them away he is not taking himself away from you. Therefore turn to him with your whole heart, because he has purchased it all. Give him everything willingly, because he willingly bought, with, bought it with blood and bitter pain. Where is your treasure there your heart will be turn tonight to your treasure that cannot decay or be stolen world goes off for things she thinks that she has time now is the day of grace now is the time to claim what is given to you taste and see that the Lord is better than all that this world has to offer Let your Heavenly Father turn our hearts from all treasures on earth that fade away To the treasure in heaven that Christ has won for us. Grant us true repentance. Let us not shun the pain of facing our sin, nor let us shrink in despair from the grace that you offer to all sinners freely and without cost. Change our hearts with your Holy Spirit and change our lives with your Holy Word, that we may walk by faith in the grace and favor in which you have placed us as your dear children, asking with all boldness and confidence for everything we need, but especially always for Christ, the only true treasure of our hearts. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Father, we gratefully remember the sufferings and men. Graciously receive our prayers, and serve us, for to you alone we give all glory, honor. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God now and you.
1: This is as talk and i it and read my
0: since for all sins, strength keep you steadfast. <laughs>
2: Oh! <laughs>